Hello, and <laughs> welcome to Let the Bible Speak, <laughs> where uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Josh Elder. Dude, you just derailed in the very beginning. I just wanted to start it off with a nice hello, but I mean, look how long it took you to take the music down, too, for the first part. I like this. So, like, it slowly good, goes yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's good. So, uh, I'm Josh Elder. Still. Alongside Mr. P- Henderson Palmer. Dude, that's it. End it. Should Amen. we just start over? No, no keep no. going. Okay. <laughs> Anderson Palmer. Call by, it. By the way, we've never started over because we know that you expect a certain degree of failure. That's right. That's we are right. here <laughs> to, come to expect it. That's we right. are here to offer that to you. So, Authenticity, brother. E- exactly. Authenticity. Henderson. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm good. And then All uh, as well. And then uh, my name is John. Josh. John. Chetta. John Chetta. My brain does not always function like everybody else's. I'm yeah. glad that y'all's does. Well, I think you know? it's that your memory is as good as it's ever been. You just don't have same day delivery. I don't. Yeah. That is the problem. Yeah. That is the problem. Sometimes it's amazing. You got to get prime on Other that. Time, that just... is. If I can upgrade. So uh, this is Let the Bible Speak. We're here to do that, to let the Bible speak. We talk a whole lot, but we also hope to share the scriptures that uh, have guided us and that are, we think, important to give us a direction in life uh, for all of us and society and all that kind of stuff. And so um, today we're starting a, a new little podcast mini series on authority. And uh, at first, anybody hears authority, especially if you were like all three of us, um, you know, who had little difficulty with authority growing up. Right. Yes. Um, right. And uh, then mm-hmm. sometimes you can balk, you know, you can uh, you can. What's a good word? Balk isn't a good word. It's too old. <laughs> like the B-A-L-K? Balk? Yeah, I literally or B- just... Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Balk means right. like, you know, like bow up. we're 40, up. Josh. Bow up, you know. Well, you're not. Like, I'm almost 40. Anyway, I am... Um, I'm not 40 yet. No. This month, Anderson is. This month, I'm. Oh yeah, I'm definitely forty. (laughs) Forty four. That's right. That's right. And so, I mean, we all grew up with probably having what they call uh, a problem with authority. Yeah. Uh, Would you say that is accurate? Yeah, it was a bit accurate. The system. Yeah, and uh, you know, um, so sometimes when we hear the word authority, we can think, I don't like that word. I don't. I don't like uh, dealing with somebody being in charge of me or telling me what to do or anything like that. Um, and I think honestly, that's part of our issue in our society is, is that we've really started to disregard almost all authority, um, governmental authority, um, you know, parental authority. Yeah, I mean, sure. Um, right. any, any kind of authority. And instead there's one authority basically left to us, us, me i am the authority on my life i determine Mm. what is right what is wrong what is true and you're welcome to your own stuff but you can only be your own authority and i'm going to be my own authority and that means if i have to change reality all around i can do that i have the authority to do that so we've really kind of disregarded all outside authority um in our lives and i think it's led us to a place where it's really hard to figure out which way to go. Um, and, uh, and so we're, we're looking at this idea of authority in the Bible because the scripture is not without 
something to say to us about authority. In fact, it tells us of an authority um, of God in our lives who's meant to guide us and lead us and give us direction. And it's not because he just likes to be authoritative, uh, but because he wants to give us good guidance. And, um, And I think all of us in our lives may have a good example here and there of an authority that has had our best interests at heart and has led us in good ways. And then we probably also have some ideas in our, in our lives of people who have not had our best interests at heart, but have definitely been an authority over us. You know, we've had good bosses, bad bosses, right? Good dads, bad dads, right? uh, You know, all kinds of things. So authority is really not the issue. Um, But uh, sometimes I think we can feel like that. Do you think that's true, John, as far as uh, having difficulty with authority? Yeah, I think, um, I think that's true. I think we uh, are just rebellious by nature. And it, it might have, I mean, from the garden, we've right. been rebellious the very first, and, and pushed back against authority. Very second chapter of the, the Bible, you know, <laughs> yeah. and that we're, we're dealing with uh, authority issues. When we hear the don't. Yeah, all of a sudden you want to. You like, want yeah, to. Yeah, don't, don't push that button. Well, now I want to push the button. Right. Yeah, What's going to happen if I push the button? It's yeah. really bad for you, but are you sure? Yeah. Can I might push it and it'd be good for me? I don't know. And, and, and when you look at God's authority over us i mean are we jumping to god's authority what are we yeah that's fine yeah okay for sure um, we'll talk in a second about the scripture that we're going to look at a little bit so but what should i wait i'll hold off all right yeah yeah okay and i'll save that gem all right good i'll hold you in okay. suspense yeah, yeah very okay. good i can't wait to hear it later it's going to be really really good it's going to be so good just wait it's going to blow your forgotten. socks off people <laughs> i've already just, forgotten it. <laughs> it's coming um so what do you think henderson about well, authority. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, when you hear the word authority, just like you said, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to be under authority. Right. I mean, quite just like John, but John was sharing when you hear somebody say, hey, don't do this or don't eat of this tree or don't push this button. You want to see yeah. well, why not? Why not? And especially if it's give you any kind of pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In doing so. Yeah. You'd be like, man, I want to do that anyway. Yeah. Well, that's one of those things is like whenever I read the, the uh, Adam and Eve story, right. when Eve gets up to the uh, to the fruit, it says specifically that when she looked at it, it looked, right. good. It looked, it looked pleasing yeah, to the eye, right. pleasing yeah. to the eye. You right. know? So some, um, sometimes I think it's a lot easier not to deal with something if you, it's not so pleasing to the eye, but it's something, something that you desire and you know you can't, you're not supposed to have or you can't have. Right. And guys, I thought it for me. Um, for what I'm saying, don't get, I'm not perfect by a stretch, but I've learned, I've learned, I've come to realize that God's authority, his scriptures are the best, you know, rules and regulations for my life. Yeah. I have come to learn that. And um, obviously I, I didn't always see it like that, but just knowing who God is today and the way he revealed himself to, to me down through the years, I've come to realize, man, hey, the scriptures are worth yeah. listening to and they are definitely worth abiding by yeah and so uh we're gonna look at a scripture today that talks about our relationship to god in authority that we might not you might not have ever thought about especially if you're a christian listening um there's a common statement that we have that we say jesus is lord you know okay. um, right right say that all the time and sometimes people you know I'm, i know when i ask people uh to join the church 
one of the first questions I ask him is, do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord mm-hmm. and Savior and pledge your allegiance to his kingdom? And so, and then the people will always say, yes. I've yet to have somebody who wanted to join the church. Yeah. Said, oh, man, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm not right. going to. That's not the one I'm going to do. <laughs> right. It, is there an option B right, for, yeah. for that question? No. Everybody said yes. But, but it's easy to say. Right. That Jesus is your Lord. Right, and Savior. right, it is. But it, acting as as though that were true, right? We right? living that out, I suppose, is what I mean. That's a it's different. It's a different. It's a it's a different thing, and that's what we're going to talk about. So, like Romans ten, amen. Uh, verses, it says verse nine says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved. Amen. For it's with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it's with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And so uh, so when we read that, we I mean, I know as an evangelist a lot of times, and I'm not an evangelist, but whenever I'm... Forced to evangelize. Exactly. Whenever I'm in the... <laughs> operating posi- Operating at that capacity. <laughs> right. Jesus is Lord, you know, is one of those go-tos. Like if somebody says, well, you know, how do I become a Christian? Well, do you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord? Do you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead? You know, you could go to that Romans 10 and say, you know, um, this is this is kind of the prerequisite of what it means to be a follower of Jesus. But like you said, John, we say Jesus is Lord... And it's real easy to say yes to right. that. It's a right. whole, whole lot easier than I think to live it out. Because what does it mean for Jesus to be your Lord? Right. You know, um, so I can answer this, but I also want to share something that kind of correlates to, you know, what it means to me as Jesus being Lord is just him knowing what's best for my life, uh, taking his word, the Holy Bible, the scriptures, and believing that, the principles within the within the Bible, the principles within the scriptures, such as love, humility, uh, you know, not stealing, not committing adultery, not murdering, all that. It it makes for uh, I guess you can say first it makes for worship to God, and then it and then in turn, you know, it gives God glory and it brings Him worship. But in turn, for me, it's gonna give me victory in my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna definitely give me victory. But some of the things, uh that try to hinder a believer, especially a young believer, and it even and even come into some of us that's a little bit more mature. We have to be very careful about it and mindful that the enemy, he'll try to make you think that since you're going through a certain situation or a certain thing, like maybe a death or, you know, a harsh situation, that Jesus is not even worth still being your Lord mm. because it just seems like he doesn't really care about you. Right. And I was just in conversation the other day talking to a young lady and we'll just, you know, I was just, you know, sharing some scriptures with her and we we're just fellowshipping. And she was telling me about like how she actually, like she was going through a certain thing and, and she prayed that, and she prayed to God, hoping that God would heal her and deliver her from the situation. And it didn't happen like the way it didn't happen. Right. The deliverance didn't come. You know, the worst possible thing happened to her in that situation. And so she was just like, I can just tell she didn't denounce God. She didn't. Right. But I can just tell, you know, it can bring in a little doubt and confusion about, man, do God really care? Is he really my Lord if he loved me? And why did he allow this to happen to me? So 
I mean, it just, I guess for a believer, man, we just have to be there. You know, God, Jesus is Lord. When you say that, you know, it's not that everything is going to be just all fine and dandy. Right. And the enemy will try to come in and distract you thinking like, you know, God doesn't really care. His word is not that true. Right. You know, that type of thing. So Because you you, you pray into him, but he's not he's not delivering you. But he's not delivering you, right. And 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 when he and when he doesn't deliver you from a certain thing, it brings about suffering in your life. And that can also the you know, the enemy can use that as fuel for the fire, like, you know, you still calling Jesus Lord. Yeah. I mean, you really think he yeah. love you? Yeah. I mean, you're really going to just keep following the scriptures. I mean, you're making all these sacrifices and, you know, you called on to God. You called on God and he didn't answer. You told us something, too, before we started the podcast about uh, that the path of suffering. Well, you said something about how yeah, suffering. That was, that, was a, that, was a, that was actually a scripture. Jesus, the Bible said that he learned, he learned uh, obedience through suffering. Mm. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so some, sometimes even when the devil tells us, you know, why, why would he allow you to suffer? He might have already given us the answer to that question that we learn obedience or, you know, any number of reasons. Right. But sometimes it's hard for us to hear that in the middle of the, the struggle. Right. Can you say something, John? Yeah, I just, I, I you know, the so Jesus is Lord, period. Amen. Right. You know, Jesus is, like underline the is. Whether you confess Jesus to be Lord or not doesn't change the lordship of Jesus. Right. It's like if you live in the... The king's village. Right. So Jesus is king. You live, let's just, but in secular, like, just if you're living in a king's village, you can rebel against that king. You can reject that king. You can tell people that's not my king, but you are still subject to that king yeah. and his judgment. Right. right. You can have his protection. Yeah. Or you can live outside of it. Right. You know, right. And, and that's where I think when we, we talk about the lordship of Jesus in our lives, it's if, if you, if you profess that you are a subject of Christ, mm. that, that that Jesus is your Lord, then yes, you are still you are still subject to judgment. You're all of those things, but you can enjoy being in that family, yeah. being a part of that. The but living outside of that does nothing but rob you from that the good experiences. You're still going to suffer. You're still going to have difficulties. You'll just suffer alone. Right. <laughs> and, right. And you won't have the protection of the king. Right. You'll be rebelling against the king and still subject to his judgment. You know, all all along, and the suffering won't be for your good, really, right. anymore. You know, because you're not, you know. Well, Scripture is very clear that 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 God can use, um, what is it, uh, the uh, anything for the good of those who love Him, right? Amen. And so, called according to His purpose, and called according to His Romans, purpose, right? Romans, that's right. So if, if, but what that's there's kind of that's kind of specific, right? <laughs> because it, it specifies for those who love them and are called to His purpose, right? So that means that other people just sometimes suffer. Yeah. So I think what you just brought out in that statement was when we say Jesus is Lord, it's not just a, a statement of like belief. Like in other words, like uh, I believe that Jesus is Lord, like in the sense of like intellectual, like there yeah, is yeah. a God. Yeah, yeah. There is. We'll Jesus, just call Jesus Lord. We'll just call Jesus Lord yeah. intellectually. But instead, what you're saying is, is I'll be a part of his kingdom. Yes. I, I, I bend the knee. Right. Mm. You know, like, uh, you know, I, I, if I'm a rebel, I lay down my arms right. and uh, stop fighting, say I'll be part of your kingdom. Amen. Um, so there's, I mean, that's an interesting. It sounds like me. I once yeah. was a rebel, but I had to stop fighting. Exactly. Amen. Yeah. yeah. I had to give it up. I had to surrender. Surrender. Exactly. I mean, surrender. That, you just and said that's, that. And that's what, that's, I think, 
so true, and I think it's why sometimes when we say stuff like that, like as a as an evangelist, you know, people have had a a very kind uh, Christian woman who said, "Josh, this person, you know, doesn't think this about Jesus or whatever," and talk to him. And I'm like, you know, and like, and I'm like, in that moment, I'm like, okay, hold on, hold let my me, Bible hey, and just watch let this. me hold on, right. let me uh, get some, uh, you know. And I was fumbling and stumbling, <laughs> trying to find Romans, and uh, but like sometimes we can use this and just say, well, do you believe Jesus is Lord? And they might say, yeah, Jesus is King, right. sure, right. But you've never have you bent the knee to Jesus? Have you surrendered to His power? Do you believe that, you know, he's going to be your Lord? You know what I mean? Like, right. I kind of think sometimes politically people will say, well, that's not my president. You know what I mean? Yeah, or, that's exactly what I was meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly. People will always, like, I, okay, I've heard that. I've heard you're that, still living in this country. I've heard that over the years, <laughs> right. you know, right. I've heard that over the years from every, oh, yeah. every side. Absolutely. And when the, and, but when they say it, it's like, okay, well you can deny that as your president, but that person's in charge yeah, just so you know, still the president. Right. And so, you know, one way or another, you might not believe, uh, but, but he's still got power. And, that's right, uh, and we shouldn't, uh, we shouldn't conflate kingship with presidency either right. as, that's uh, true. as we've recently, uh, heard some, uh, a wise person say that, uh, Oftentimes we do. We forget that Jesus is king, that you know God is king, not president. We didn't elect Amen. him. We don't get to change the rules based no. on our pop culture and like what we think is important. No, he's king. He's king. He's king. And he's not one of those kings with just a little bit of power. He's the ultimate king. Yeah. He's the ult ult ultimate the power. The king of kings, I believe, Amen. is. King I've of heard kings that before. And the right. Lord of lords. Amen. And, you know, the thing is, is like this, this word Lord if I'm correct, and um, you know, if y'all heard our uh, podcast with Jason, he'll listen and he'll correct me if I'm wrong. Definitely, because um, he's good with the original languages. But um, because he was a classics major, just so you know, um, he lets people know that. But uh, if if uh, if there's a certain word for Lord in there that is uh, it's curios, mm. and um, it may basically means master. Mm. And I like master really honestly, like Lord, I think is something that made a lot more sense to us when we, you know, living in England or, yeah. you know, having Lords over these different places and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But we don't have a lot of Lords. Right. And I've actually preached on that point. But, you have, but yeah. 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 We yeah, don't have it, Lords in the, what in is the United Lord? States. Yeah. You know, it's not really something right. we have, but, but masters like you know that's a that's a word that we all understand who is the mass who is my master right and uh and so like when we think about jesus as our master i think that even tells us more about how much control is jesus supposed to have over us well ultimate control he's our master and um and, and i i think people push back against that who don't because because it seems well, why does Jesus need to be Lord? Why do I have to call Jesus Lord? If Jesus loves me, then why can't I just do me and and live my life? And and Jesus loves me. And it, the uh, it, it bothers people to think of God as jealous. Mm. You know, it bothers people a lot. And yeah. I've heard that. Like, well, that's that's mm. petty. It's right. like, well, is it though? Right. Jesus is Lord because everything else is garbage. Right. Jesus is Lord because Jesus will guide you into the right decisions. Amen. You will guide yourself into the wrong ones. 
nine times out of ten, and that's being generous. Right. So right. it's not God is jealous because everything else is counterfeit. Right. Everything else is is it's like it's like my um, I'm not gonna say that, but I knew somebody who, um, yeah. Um, it, sometimes people will throw like mom and dad and it, around very loosely. So they'll they'll meet some other person and and give them that title. You know, like mom or dad. Yeah, yeah. It's just, just my mom. Yeah, and but not really. And like as a parent, right? That'll rub you the wrong way, real yeah, you're quick. Like, right. What did you just call that person? <laughs> yeah, excuse me. I'm right. sorry. Did that person raise did, you up? That and person like, gave it, you birth. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so, and but that's a righteous jealousy because. Right. Because no, that person does not love you like your own mother loves right. you or your own father loves you. It's it's different. I mean, they might love you, but not that much. That that's special. And exactly. so, king, so God's lordship over us, kingship, mastership over us, is because everything else falls short, and He loves us that much that it pains. It's it's painful to see us choose things that are not. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I think too, with that word jealous, we always have a negative connotation right. because of human the emotion. Way we yeah. The way we jealousy. do it is, is because we're insecure Yeah, or in like somebody will say, why are you being jealous? You know, cause and what they're really saying is why are you being insecure about yeah. our relationship? Yeah, yeah. Right. And, right. and, but with God, when God's jealous for us, it's because of literally him knowing that our hearts are unfaithful, right. <laughs> you know, like yeah. he, he does not want us to lead ourselves into to other relationships with other gods and that's you know right. other powers other masters in that's our right. lives yeah and by the way that's gods with a little g little for those g. who are because that that throws people they're like well if god's the only god then why does god talk about other gods right who got you because we make you know, every, like, we make it. everything a god we make exactly. money a god we yeah. make power a god whoever you serve you want to know you want to know what a little g is that's right who's your master that's right. And uh, where do you spend your money and your time? Where you spend your money and your time? Everybody's got a master, yeah. even if it's them. Man, yeah. It's good for me to it's good for me to have the experience with God and to know that God knows what's best for me. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that's why you can I can see why God would be jealous because He don't want me like you say chasing after money or chasing right. these other eyes right. because He knows that only thing that's gonna do is just wear me out, kill a lot of my time, make me frustrated, get me angry. When He knows what's best for me, right. And yeah, because his jealousy isn't selfish. Right. His jealousy is it's selfless. Love. It's just right. literally, it's how much he loves you. That's right. And he cares so much about you. He's jealous for you. Yeah, you know? it's like you can't, I, I think Amen. about how my, yeah. my, I mean, I guess all of us have probably experienced this for sure. But like, I mean, our parents had to watch us destroy ourselves. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't, right. I, mean, I look at my child and I'm like, please, please I just please, told, please, no, please. I just told my, I told my wife that literally, today of right. just like telling her you know because i'm guarded with my kids my boys i don't want them to become right me yeah right and yeah. so like even uh, this version of you josh right <laughs> this is Man. the best version and like still <laughs> then, that was kind of heavy still then, i'm sorry brother no, no you were making a very no, good point no I no mean, no for real no they'd be but, fortunate brother. Uh-uh. but so uh but I was so prideful, I was so egotistical, so know it all, and it led me to such destruction in my life. And so sometimes when something will happen that'll support that in my boys, you know what I mean? Like I'm like I'm cautious over them. I don't want them to be prideful. I don't want them yep. to be, right. be be arrogant. I don't want them to follow fall into the same sinful heart habits that led me to be destructive. And heart I told habits. And I told her like, I like that. Well. It's, 
It's from the Lord. But I told, <laughs> I told Lauren, I said, trust me, you don't want that because I made my parents' lives miserable. Right. You know what I mean? Like I had, I kept my mom up. Right. You know, like she was yep. always worried about yep. me and, you know, and like, we don't want to go through that as parents, you right. know? So, no. and, sure. the, and so when I look at that and I think of, I try to imagine how my parents had to suffer through not knowing if I was going to die that home. night. Right. Yeah. No, and that was, those right. are, I mean, night after night after night they had to, right. is the phone going to ring? Is he going to be in jail again? Is he going to be all of the, I mean, is he going to, am I going to get a call from someone else right. telling me that, you know, he's, he's gone. Yeah. They had to go through that for years. And so, like, when I look at that and I think of their suffering, and, I mean, yeah, of course, I feel the shame and the guilt from that. I also look at my child like, don't dare do that to me. And please. Like, please do not do that to me. Just don't make don't, the same error. Yeah, like, like, we don't need to repeat this. And I keep, right, break the family curse. Yes, you yeah, know what I mean? Let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's do it. But um, so when I think of how God must, like, watch us make these just stupid over. choices over and over again and that's that's where like the lordship of god is so important to us because without that we're just we're we're that we were, we're yeah. what we were you know that's that's us without uh, accepting you know well Christ that's, as lord that's one of the things like you brought it out henderson when you were talking about jealousy right you were talking about how like god has your best interest at heart right and i think sometimes when we think about authority the only authority we imagine is the bad authorities that we've experienced in our lives, a, a kind of aggressive dad, you know, or right. uh, over authoritative dad or, um, you know, a bad boss or whatever it is, all that kind of stuff. Right. And so I think sometimes when we think about authority, we paint it in a negative light. Yes. But when we look at God and God's authority, yes, he is master. Yes, he is king but he is benevolent. He is, he is kind. He is long suffering. Right. He is patient with us. So patient, you know, gives us time to repent and to change and to become different creations and, you know, to seek him out and to search him like over and over and over and over and over again, we have a benevolent authority. Authority is not bad in of itself. It just depends. Does the authority want good for you right is it selfless is it selfish authority is it is it authoritative you know does it just want to lord over to be in power or is it it is authority i mean god is authoritative it's like you said john this is like both it's like he is beneficial to us and Absolutely. he's and, and and but then at the same time he's also where authority comes from and he's, he's literally power you know what I mean? And like, the author of our the, lives. The, the, right. <laughs> There's he's the, the one who puts the author in authority. Right. You know? <laughs> he's both, like, by experience. What were you going to say, Henderson? No, I just I just really want to just read another scripture out of the book of Romans. Awesome. It's a little further along than where you started. I think you started in 10. Yeah. And then I think you touched a little bit in 12, I think. Yeah. On, on a reference that you made. But yeah. we're going to look at 13 and starting off at the first verse. Chapter 13 in the book of Romans, it says this, Every, everyone must submit to the govern, governing authorities for there is no authority except from God. And those that exist are instituted by God. Yep. And we kind of hit touched on that a little bit because sometimes you think, man, look who's the president. And you right. look at description, you'll be like, man, did God actually have anything to do with this particular person? And the answer is always yes. Right. The answer is always yes, right. Right. So then um, the one who resists the authority is opposing God's command, and those who oppose it will bring judgment on themselves. 
For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. So do you want to be on? Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do good, and you will have its approval. For a government is God's servant to you for good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, because it does because it does not carry the sword for no reason. And so that is a that is a scripture that people have a lot of difficulty with, right? right? Because of the uh, well, history. <laughs> I mean, right. like you know, oh yeah, so that means Hitler. You right. know, like they'll throw these like right. these things at you, and it's it's hard to uh, sometimes that's kind of hard to 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 make sense of. But the for me, you know, I, I look at that, and sometimes we get the leaders we deserve. Yeah. Sometimes we get the leaders we need. Yep. Um, and it's not always to bring peace, leaders, love, and joy. Sometimes it's because we need to recognize how broken we are. Yeah, and sometimes those leaders come into leadership and power by abusing other leadership. In other right. words, overtaking right. what was rightfully instituted authority right. Right. and and being rebels themselves. And then yeah. when you have rebels in control, you know it becomes a, a you know it's not not a really great situation right. for authority. Right. But yeah, one of the things. One of the things that always strikes me about this, you're right, John, as far as like people will often use this to go, well, you know, okay, yeah. Romans. The Pol Pot. Romans was, was not only written in the time that Rome was in right. control. Yeah. It's not like they this didn't know letter, bad leadership. <laughs> this letter was written to the Romans. So like it's not even just in a time when the Romans are in control. Yeah. It, and Paul to the people knows, who are To the oppressed. people who are directly under the Roman authority. Right. And, and Paul is not saying this as somebody who has not felt the wrath of Rome. In fact, later on, he's going to end up in prison in Rome okay. under these authorities that yeah. are going to be over him. And, and, and my guess is, is if you ask Paul in that time, well, Paul, were these authorities, you know, given this right over you, you know? And he would say, of course. Yeah. Of course. And he would say, but it's not maybe for the reasons they thought. Uh, it's like what Jesus said. Jesus right. said this to Pilate when he came before Pilate. He says, he says, don't you know I have authority to either free you, you know, or, or, uh, Amen. no to, authority to, to, over me. Yeah. And no he point. says, he says, you'd have no authority Amen. over me Amen. unless it was given to you from heaven. Amen. And so he says, who's the one who's worse to blame you or the one who's given me over to you, right. you know, like, and so there's this sense in which, uh, God has established authority in this world to be followed. It does not mean the authority. In fact, it tells us the authority is not an authority in of itself. Like it's not just because it has its own right to authority. It's because God gave it that authority. Right. And if government actually followed that and said, the authority that comes to me is from above. And in fact, if government did this, uh, for he is God's servant to do you good. Right. <laughs> I mean, if all governments yeah. in the world actually lived out that definition of authority and government, I think we'd be a whole lot better place uh, right. to, to have that. And there, I think there's something to be said that, that God gives people authority and takes it away. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And, and, and the, he'll give authority to, I, I think of, uh, who was it? Turned him, uh, worms ate him. Uh, 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 yeah, he did the speech, and they they were like, "You, oh you, yeah, 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 yeah." Herod, 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 thank you. Yeah, um, Herod gives the speech, and it's or Agrippa. The, no, it was, it was, it was Herod Agrippa I, or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. One of the Herods. One of the yeah. Many. Yeah. The uh, but uh, but yeah, the the so authority is given to 
to people, but the the Lord will take it away. So it's like when you could point to some bad leaders and people who have done terrible things and they were given authority, a lot of them got it taken away and the clock is still ticking. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, right. No, for sure. And, and, and like something you said to me or something y'all said about authority kind of struck me too, which is, is you talked about whether or not you admit that Jesus is king, he's king. Yeah. Amen. He's authority. Okay. Whether or not the government admits that God is, is authority, God's an authority. But there's something that struck me with that, which is, is this is, is if we live in a kingdom and we, or, or just consider if we live in a kingdom and the king has set laws and rules, if we say, I don't regard that king, I've decided my own rules and my own right. laws what do we become? We become a rebel, right? We become somebody who's, who's, who's going against the King. And so I think sometimes when we think about authority and we think, well, see, I just want to be the authority of my own life. Right. I just want to take control of my own life. I, I want to make my own rules. I want to say what's right and wrong and all these types of things. Um, we don't realize that if, if God is truly King, if God's right. truly master, and he's already set these things in place, what ethics are, what's right and wrong, all this kind of stuff. Then when we sit there and we go, no, I don't recognize that. And this is what's right and wrong. Well, we can do that, but we're going to live the life of a rebel. And we're going to find out that God not only sets the rules, the laws, he also sets justice. He also sets, you know, repercussions. He also sets, I mean, all these things, because he's the master of the universe. And so whether or not we recognize him as the authority his authority will play out in our lives one way or the other. Right. And I think for our good or for our ill, depending on whether or not we submit, yeah. whether or not we bend the knee to, to one who is, who is in authority over us. Amen. I just want to share this one quick thing, man. Um, I know we're getting close to our departure and stuff right. like that, but this is going to show you how God's authority worked out in the life of, of a believer that I know. All right. So that, and I, you might have heard me share a little bit about him, but the guy, he was diagnosed with stage four cancer. And according to the medical science and the medical field and all the tests that was ran, he actually, he know, he was diagnosed with the cancer. Right. They put him in hospice. They done, they had done gave up on him, right? But the authority of God, when God's word says by, this is what I love about God's authority and his word. Right. And I thank God for it being appropriated in my life. The Bible says that by, you know, by my stripes, you are healed, right. which yeah. is a greater, which I know to be a greater authority. It's not like the medical professionals didn't know what they were talking about. Right. And according to their principles and policies and research and science and what God has given them, they came to a conclusion that, hey, this is stage four cancer. You're not going to make it. You got so long, you're going to die. Right. According to what they knew. Right. But then God's authority kicked in for that brother's life because he reached out in faith and a miracle happened for him and he's still alive today. It's mm. been over two years or so since he got that diagnosis. Wow. It was a guy that was sent home from prison that I, I shared with a little bit. They gave him a medical discharge. They wound up coming back and getting him and getting him because he was living too long. Right. Yeah, now that's crazy. That's another story within itself. But <laughs> God's authority says, you know, by my stripes, you are healed. 
Yeah. This is a different authority we're talking about here. The medical is an authority. Right. I think they're instituted is, by right. God. Instituted yeah, sure. by God. Yeah, right. I think that the medical professionals, it's not like they just, you know, just willy-nilly here. here. Right. Yeah. They, they know what they're doing. Yeah. But there's another authority. There's a greater, a higher, a higher authority, a yeah. greater authority. And I'm glad I was able to experience that authority myself saying, you know, you are delivered or you are healed. And I just thank God for his authority. So I just know from personal experience that God's authority is the greater authority in my life. And the rules that set in place, even in the earth realm, are for my good, whether it be don't go over 75 or 70 the speed limit or right. make sure you go 25 in the school zone. And while I was in prison, I had this one rule, you know, walk on the right side of the walk. And a lot of times, so many people be going up the walk at one time and it'd be a little crowded, so you got to either slow down or you might go over the line a little bit just so you can kind of go fast. Somebody might be in a wheelchair or something, they're walking kind of slow, so you might go around. But they used to have a saw standing, you know, standing on the top watching. Be like, right side of the walk, and you'll be kind of mad. But I know, I understand now that the reason why they want to keep you to the right and they want to keep that middle lane open so if anything happened, the, the lieutenants or the officers can come in on a bicycle. Like if anything might pop off on the unit, like a knife fight or something, they need to get down there fast. Somebody might pass out or something. They need to get down there fast. So that was just a little rule in place. And it really was for the safety of the inmates Yeah, to stay on the right side. But a lot of times you don't want to follow that. You want to be like, man, I'm going, I'm trying to get to the child hall or I'm trying to get down here. I'm trying to get down there. I'm trying to move fast. But it was for our best interest that we stay on the right side of the wall. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I think you that's brought up point. That's a great. I think it's a great point, and it, it. You brought up the same thing that we we talked a little bit about there when Jesus was before Pilate, or when we were looking at that scripture from Romans, that it was talking about authority, right? But it wasn't talking about ultimate authority. Right. Ultimate authority is in God's hands. Amen. The higher authority is God. That's why Jesus could say to Pilate, while you are authorized over me. Right. You are not the greater authority, Amen. the greater authority. I know the greater yeah. authority, you right. know, and the same is true for us is, is like your friend, your friend appealed Amen. to a higher Amen. authority. Absolutely. You know, your, your friend said to a higher authority than medical science, right. than any of these things. He, he said, will you help me, right. you know, God in this, this situation. Amen. And it doesn't mean that, the answer will always be Amen. your cancer's gone Amen. or, you know, you're right. not, you're That's not going right. to be like we said before, when we were talking about, um, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, even if, even if you're not, right. you're not always delivered out of the fire. That's Sometimes right. you're delivered to the fire, right. yeah. but either way, the higher authority is whom we want to serve. That's right. We want to serve the highest authority we can. And that's God. Amen. So John, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. You want to uh, pray us out? Sure. Amen. Heavenly Father, um, I thank you for today. I thank you for everybody who's listening to this right now. I ask you to be with them and bless them as they uh, continue trying to serve you better. We ask you, um, Father, to teach us what it means for you to be Lord. Um, that's we've dedicated this podcast, this episode about that. But it's a big subject, and it's it's easy to say, and uh, it's very, sometimes very difficult to live out. Um, we've got egos and ideas and mm. plans and all these things that we, we commit ourselves to. But in, when all is said and done, Lord, nothing, nothing 
happens outside of your will. You are in control. Amen. You are our Lord. You are our Savior. You are our King. And uh, we bend our knee to you. Amen. Um, help that be true for all those who are listening today yes, and keep Lord. it true to, to us. Help help us be authentic in our words and, and hold us to account, Lord. Um, discipline us when we step out of line. We love you. We thank you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to Let the Bible Speak. If you'd like to support us, subscribe to the podcast by clicking that little plus symbol on your phone until it becomes a check mark. You can also share these episodes with a friend. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at letthebiblespeakpodcast at gmail.com. If you write us at letthebiblespeak at gmail.com, we will not receive your email, so make sure it is letthebiblespeakpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Thanks.